I, Chubbs, say we can sit here at this table, Drizzy. Come on, Wagwan. Yeah, we can sit here. <laughs> hey, hey, we're, start, we're finally in San yeah. Tropez, eh? It feels so good to be able to use my Canadian accent. You know, I don't have to, I don't have to, you know, use my, what, 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 what? I don't, I don't need to use any of my accents. Yeah, that, you could stop that. I'm not a fan. Yo, what up, Shawty? Okay. I just make sure I still got my Memphis one. <laughs> That's awkward. My bad. Y'all, y'all know I laugh on Control B sometimes. Don't you know it's Drake in the building? What's the matter? You never heard a man laugh in a different accent before? It's Drake. Settle down. Where I have to regulate. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey tell him. Uh, sorry, you're the we, ain't, we ain't saying trope. Hey, tell him. Tell him put on put, put on some of that. Honestly, never mind. <laughs> tell him put put, put hey, some put of that. Put on honestly, the never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's a beat. Drizzy, it's a beat, Drizzy. Drizzy, it's a bee on your arm, blood. Blood, what the blood clap? They're they, they going to they gonna play it, right? Oh, yeah. I got news. They got to play they, they, that song before. Somebody, they, ha, 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 you can't be serious. You, you're just joshing it. Eh? No, I'm serious. I'm so cheesed. Don't be cheesed, <laughs> Brad. You, you said they're going to play. You said they're going to play a song before Drizzy. What? What? Yeah, a song before you. Yeah. What they, yeah. what they, yep. What are they going to play? Where's my phone? Where's my phone? Oh, hey. I can't believe they're playing this here. I chubs and frustrated. Yeah. I remember me and, me and D used to talk about this kind of stuff all the time. Like, what it's going to be like when you get close to your dreams. I didn't know much then, but... Probably tell you a little something now. Mr. Big Dreams, no tolerance. Cut you at the house and have a holler since. Get bored quickly. He stayed grown, so the PA drone had to get poor quickly. Ex girl stripping, I can't stop her. New girl tripping, but I can't drop her. Cause I need something to balance out the fact that it's hard to find a woman when you talented and black. When you hollering at labels and they silencing you back. Cause you fail to thoroughly discuss some violence in your track. Well, gunshot for the young guy owner. See, there's everybody else, then there's one top loner. First place is often the worst place, but fuck it, I love it here. I call it my birthplace. Whenever I walk in, they making the worst face. Surrounded by Filipinos, I think of the worst case. Watch on green diamonds, I call it the earth face. I'm getting your cake, I tell you how your dessert tastes. I get a dessert plate, y'all eat pedigree as your male. I've been Urkel for some years, it's better be in Jaleel. No, I rock lean snap, it's better be in Israel. It's better driving the car with the letter B in the wheel. See back, like saying tank on E, I got the drink on. You better bank on me to be the one and only nigga that you ain't gon' see In the club with a model spilling drinks on me, nah Give me 20 in a tank on three I'm in the range bumping Keisha Cole singing off key like I'ma spare y'all, why you wanna judge me? I don't never compare y'all, the city is mine I know it because I'm near y'all And it ain't even started, I'm really trying to prepare y'all Spring 07, second quarter, I'm dropping With or without a label, man, I'm committed to popping And take over the summer, tour to tour hopping I'ma meet a lot of women, I'ma do a lot of shopping Really no other option, spend a lot of money just to make it back Anybody I dissed in a song, I don't take it back Same rappers that's all in your face saying Drake is whack Or checking my availability just to make a track I promise mama, I'ma do it Cause I know I put you through it I know I put you through it, baby
And I just want you to sit around with your friends at a dinner table And say my baby's famous and I know it yeah. And there wasn't nothing to it I drove it and drew it till the pen was out of fluid The ballpoint run out and all joints come out Classic rappers are fake, we got all point one out Yeah like to introduce you to the first lady in the ATF. Oh. Closer to my dreams. It's Andrea Mel. I'm getting higher. Yeah. Yeah, man. I feel it in my sleep. Sing it to him, baby. surfaced in San Tropez and he has some interesting remarks to make about a certain song that is playing and you know we can only speculate on what the conversation was before the phone started rolling before the camera started rolling and we are going to dissect the video for real this time on clips we didn't forget first off I want to give a salute to two pages that I think are just cool, really cool. Uh, Kibby Cobb Market and the Jackson Experience. I want to give a salute to both of y'all, man. Y'all put on for the city. 517, Jackson, Michigan. You know what I mean? 
Stop by Cuban Cow Market. They got those breakfast specials. And stop by the Jackson Experience for unfiltered, raw takes on what is actually going on in the city of Jackson. He had a, uh, um, they posted a, a take on making sure to contact your representatives directly. That was really good. So salute to both of those pages for sure. Drake was seen clowning Joe Budden in this video at San Tropez. And there are a lot of stars in this video, so we definitely have to dissect it on clips. Really actually dissect it though, not like like I know I've been promising another clips episode. It's been it's been a journey. There's a lot of stars in this video. Chubbs staring at the camera, the guy dancing in the background, and of course Drake himself. Uh I think that it is hilarious. If you know the history between Drake and Joe Budden, this this rivalry is hilarious to me hilarious joe being the elder statesman who you know people clown pump it up but that is one of those timeless songs man that song has survived and i think this is even funnier on the heels of honestly never mind not exactly being what everyone expected it to be so here drake is enjoying his vacation after putting out an album that uh, was not in the hip-hop sphere critically acclaimed, although it did very good on the charts, of course. Uh, and who, whose music comes on? Who in the entire universe but Joe Budden? I have to feel like the DJ might have been in on that, but I think that is hilarious. That is a great way. Uh, the universe will sometimes just remind you, um, if you, if you forget, and you have static with people, sometimes the universe will remind you, you know? And I think that it is incredibly ironic and not real static. We're not talking about real static, but just friendly competition. Competition that did escalate to a war of words and I don't know, some allegedly some, some women dealings behind the scenes, which is always nasty. But I think it's hilarious that this rivalry is still the universe seems to be entertaining this rivalry. I, I think that's hilarious, man. Um, I am looking forward to the next Drake drop because honestly, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> what we got next? Be heard, I see you. Pass the time, let it be if you say I know 
start with like the easy topics and like the super divisive ones will stay for the end right <laughs> you know salute to all the new listeners you know it is being reported that will smith will be paid 35 million dollars for a thriller called emancipation and they're saying this is the highest upfront salary being reported by variety this year ain't that interesting i'm reading the comments someone says no actor deserves that much money yeah hey man my ticket sales and my streaming dollars are going to that. So, um, what do I think about this? What is what does the underground think about this? I think that it's amazing that you can call your friend who's also an actor and say, "Hey, let's fake a slap so that we can get the academy off our backs," and then you can spin back after all of the entire world somehow believes that two actors wouldn't be able to just script a slap. Uh, I think it is amazing that he could call Chris Rock, fake a slap, and now get one of the highest offers without the scrutiny of the Academy and having to worry about all of that stuff. I find that interesting. And one could say that though Will Smith turned down the role of Neo in The Matrix for Wild Wild West, he is now Neoing himself out of the Matrix of the industry. And you heard that here first. All right, he Neo Matrix slapped himself out of the industry. All right, Chris Rock's face was a catalyst for him getting one of the highest reported salaries outside of the scrutiny of the industry. I hope that he gave Chris Rock some of that money. And uh, I think that it's genius if it is fake. Because, I, you know, you hear the crazy things about what Hollywood wants actors to do. Well, he's been disbanded from the Academy, right? So now when he makes this movie, it doesn't matter what they think. It doesn't matter what they say. He's Unless I don't understand. Uh, that's what I think. I think this was a plan to get out from the scrutiny of the Academy, maybe some of the weirdness of the Academy, and just make the movies that he wants. I don't think it's a coincidence that the movies are called Emancipation. I don't, I don't think that's a coincidence, personally. So, yeah, man. Uh, Shouts out to Will Smith and, I, I guess, Jada Pinkett. If, yeah, if she helped him with this whole thing. If they planned it like a heist. Salute to them. Chris Rock's out here collecting these bags, too. I just heard he got another movie, too. So, I think I just saw he got another movie. Uh, so, yeah, man. What, what we got next? Runs into morning all the time, and through my phone I'm scrolling. Bang my line, off that track it's hard to focus. Seems like I'm always chosen by romantics that are hopeless. We can make arrangements though, and if you down, down, who knows? Uh, I might just do you like me loving, yeah, or make you mine. 
Rollin' to morning, all the time And through my phone I'm scrolling, dang my line Off that drink it's hard to focus Seems like I'm always chosen By romantics that are hopeless We can make arrangements though Making a mess Cleaning it up when we done I got a serious question Do you like sex? If you thinking yes, then I'm trying to test you Say Uncle Leave it the best But I got money to get I gotta hop on the jet Probably don't call, I'm a text Hop in my car, get wet I'm getting all of my checks I'm winning all of my bets No, I ain't letting you down, baby I'm giving a hundred percent My night runs into morning All the time Phone, I'm scrolling, dang my line Off that drink, it's hard to focus Seems like I'm always chosen By romantics that are hopeless We can make arrangements though And if you down, down, who knows uh, I might just do you like beloved Yeah, or make you my numero uno My night runs into morning, all the time And through my phone I'm scrolling, bang my line Off that drink it's hard to focus Seems like I'm always chosen By romantics that are hopeless We can make arrangements though spotted at a wrestling league and he did more than just be spotted Kevin Gates swung a wrestling league had an event and the camera pans to see Kevin Gates in the audience and I believe it was AEW is the league I want to say it's AEW I don't I hope it's not AWE. I think it's AEW. But regardless, I think it's Action Impact Wrestling, isn't it? Gates threw a punch. And look, I see all the people saying like, "Oh, this is fake. This is fake." If you don't know that wrestling is acted and scripted, I don't know what to tell you. As an adult, I'm going to be real, the tights are a little bit much. The some of the the women's matches I'll, I'll tune into that and just well scripted combat i'll tune into that but the way i see wrestling is all right we watch all these scripted movies we watch all these scripted shows and and they work under the pretext that they're real quote unquote like tom cruise or at least oh wow those special effects 
Now imagine if you could see a show that still that had to be acted out perfectly because you're filming live to you or you're you don't get to to just go react a match, you know. So they have to get their acting right. They have to get their points right. There are actors who, who struggle with finding their marks and where they're supposed to stand in just regular movies. Well, imagine having to do that. You got to actually take punches to a degree. Now, they do do fake punches. But the punch that Gates threw was pretty good. It looked pretty good. Uh, you'd be surprised what a punch looks like if you really can dissect what they do for movies. Um... The physicality of it, jumping off the top ropes. If you watch some of these Lucha Libre matches, some of this, some of this uh, 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 luchador wrestling, some of the moves that they do, you can't do. That's the other part. You could say that it's fake, but mankind, Mick Foley really did sustain those injuries. You know, because. It takes athleticism to jump off the top rope and over the top rope to do a suplex, to do a pile driver, making sure that you don't break somebody's neck. And people have died from slip ups. So I watch wrestling from from that perspective. Yes, it is scripted, but I think it's kind of crazy that people will diss wrestling for being fake and then go to the movie theater and watch like something that is your, your favorite actor is not allowed to even get punched in the face for real or they'll sue some of them your favorite actor is not allowed to shoot a real gun all right that was that was i don't know where that came from because they're not shooting guns in wrestling your favorite actor is not jumping off the top rope i don't know where that i don't know that was just i just said that i don't it sounded good but that was the, they don't they don't shoot guns in wrestling we're not going to delete that though uh but yeah i i find it i think it's cool um, now I do, I do say I'm gonna keep the same energy. I hope Gates did not have to go to one of them parties to get this opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think wrestling could be good for the persona that Gates portrays. I think I would watch a Gates wrestling match. Like I would watch a Kevin Gates wrestling match. I, I think that it could be good. Why not? I'm gonna be, no, I'm not gonna say that. But I think that he could play a character, play a role, play a character halfway decent. I would definitely watch that. So salute to Gates for branching out and uh, and taking taking the initiative to to get more exposure out here and to, to do some acting. You know, it's not easy. For sure. What we got next? Y'all know what's sound with me. I don't want to talk. Hurt people, hurt people. I'm destroyed on the inside. Kyle's a deluxe on the way. I ain't doing no plan. What's hell? Send my ten diamonds legit. You see the earrings. Half a tone finish. Eat the base crystal. Smell like propane. In the two rapper with eagle stance. We in the dope game. In the state traffic compartment. Compacted with Colgate. Shout out the ones at Big Sandy standing on their own name. General population against the whole is on way. Order a load. Cartel boasting you them whole things. Emerald skeleton. They be distributing cocaine. Start for the law. Seeking a loss for a Guinness. 20 bricks of fitting off. Park car in the parking lot of Piccadilly Blood getting spilled when field family members No hospital visit Late at a lake, Earl K. Long, Mid-City, Baton Rouge General Car got tossed even with apartments Wasn't personal, it just business Picked up on murder charges, I still talk Got no conviction, jump out my Honda Holla at WAP whenever I'm in Zion City Long 
to surrender. Nowadays it's 60 rounds and everybody playing switch. But back then it was Glocks with extension. No out of lay, spin your block, then hop out with a stitch. Up and rank, he who play back, get dropped, I'm a sinner. Kevin Gates, they know my name, but it's unpopular to mention. Stood in my power, I am powerful and I'm not finished. Flying high, but I look low, I got binocular vision. Victoria accepting me for me when I went hot in the city. Gordon Lane with Chicago, making a lock in the kitchen. Just wanna keep the residue and wash the pots in the dishes. Leader work on okay, you made them post up on Alice Show me that paperwork and jelly broke my heart about slim. When I came home, that black and white on bones took everything in. Standing ten toes in the paintings, I remain without blemish. All out of love, who can I trust? I done got swim without me. Smoke got it, died, I died inside this. I can't block from my memory. Mine left me out here by myself while I was in prison. My heart so hurt, I hold back tears whenever I look at his children. I feel like everybody guilty, they won't tell me who did it. They keep it secrets, I crash this bitch right now if you tell me. I don't smoke, I pack to make fun of disrespect the dead. I tried to kill myself before bullets still lives inside my head. I used to think of ways to die whenever I got out my bed. Like, lie, I had a lie, fear a lie, and I ain't scared. Welcome back to the underground punch of TDE. The guy we know essentially presses the buttons on things around there, releases the projects or doesn't release the project. He has been on Twitter trolling very, very hard and it is making people mad. (laughs) I myself was a little frustrated. So essentially, people have been asking for new music from SZA. And SZA actually took to social media and seemingly confirmed that it is not her holding the music up. It's the label, which we hear a lot. Trying not to be biased, but as an artist, this frustrates me. So Punch from TDE gets on to Twitter and just starts tweeting lyrics to hip-hop songs and people are asking him like yo what's up with the music what's going on with the music and he just keeps tweeting hip-hop lyrics and it's like it's funny i'm not gonna lie like as an artist this this really i'm not happy to hear this I'm not happy to see this. I'm not happy to hear this. But I have to respect just the sheer willpower it takes to maintain this level of troll with this amount of heat. But on the artist's side, it's nasty. And let's see. Yeah, people are deleting tweets. Punch says he's starting to get tired of this, starting to get tired of this whole business. I did see, I think the tweet that got deleted was SZA, but somebody screenshotted it. Tired of this, tired of the whole business. And then he just keeps responding with rap lyrics. Now, Punch has been very vocal about playing the quote-unquote villain so that it takes all the heat off the artist 
But I think it's 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 got to be irritating as somebody who I had one deal. It wasn't really a deal, but it was someone who reached out and their idea was they wanted to finance a project. No strings. I just love your music. So I want to finance the project and uh, they could help with mixing and mastering too, all this stuff. And then once the music got recorded, I had to go record the music, find the studio they funded. Once the music got recorded, it was like they kind of checked out. I'm waiting. I'm trying. Of course, you got to get collabs done. Of course, you want to work on it. That's why I love the fact that I can mix my own music right now and record my own music and podcast and don't have to deal with that. And any artist listening, if you are still look, salute to the studios. And if you don't know how to mix, a decent engineer is a great investment. But thank, I'll just say this. Thank God that I do not have to worry about that kind of stuff anymore. But when I was signed or when I was in this agreement, it wasn't even an agreement. It was just you. They want to help out. I had to wait and wait and wait on my own product that I could have mixed, but on my own product. Now, if I knew what I knew back then, I would have just got my own mic and blah, 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 blah. But artists sign to labels for the exposure. But with that comes a cost. And many artists aren't aware. This can happen. The guy who's supposed to drop your project could willingly acknowledge he's not dropping your project. And then get on Twitter and laugh and joke about it by posting ironic and edgy hip hop lyrics that may or may not apply. People are asking, yo, can we at least get an update? He's still doing it. Now, in Punch's defense, people have said that at times, SZA did not have the music that she was supposed to have, and that sometimes, I'm an artist so I can identify with this, she gets in the studio and just records and records and records and records and doesn't fully finish stuff and has to be forced to finish things. I can identify with that. I have like 30 to 40 songs in the tuck right now that I just keep saying, uh, once I get the mix right, I'll put the project out, but I could list projects, Oceans, Lonely Hearts Club. You start out with these things. Sometimes hard drives die. Sometimes uh, life happens. Sometimes you change and you end up holding on to these projects. And if someone does not force you to put them out, sometimes they don't come out. Now with Oceans, that is going to come out. Um, I just I have to retool some things with that, but that's gonna come out. Actually, why hasn't that come out? See, see, I have it. Oh, my computer died. Yes, that's what it is. So I have an excuse. The computer that I recorded all this stuff on. Hopefully, I can bring it back, but it is it just went out, you know. So then we switched to a new, a couple new mediums. Um, we don't know the full story, but on the outside, this is nasty work as an artist. You know, Erica Badu said it. We're sensitive about our ish. And, uh, and you know, we're at pause. But that, you know, this does tie into a Joe Budden podcast topic that I wasn't going to use and that I kind of scrapped. But we'll see how this goes. I don't know. We don't want to upset the sponsors. I just think this is nasty work. And if it is SZA and he's taking the heat, that's admirable. But I also think that you can at least give the fans an update. I think it's crazy that people make sure all these artists make it. And then all of a sudden, when the artists blow up 
or or whatever happened. The, they just disregard the fans, and it's like the fans are the one getting you, getting you these numbers. So you should at least pay attention to them in my mind. Trolling the fans, I think that's hurting her. Like, you don't want people to settle into an idea, a permanent idea about you. You don't want people to get the idea that, oh, you're just never going to drop. That's why sometimes I just force myself to drop something. Whether it be a novel, a short story, whatever. uh, This is a shameless self-promotion. Go ahead and check out the first three chapters of... The series, my new series, 517, it's on getxup.weebly.com right now. And some people may be wondering, why Weebly? Well, because GoDaddy be taxing and Weebly is free. What are you talking about? Anyway, um, I think this is not good optics. And optics are important. So I hope that he finds a better strategy. And we don't know the full story. You know, I'm going to go see if I can find it later. But... I just don't agree with this. This looks nasty. It looks like you don't care about your artists. I have I have been an artist and I have also been behind the scenes running studios, running venues, organizing things and and dealing with uh let's say wealthy benefactors or the money people. I've seen them walk through the studio looking for justifications for things. I've seen them make empty promises. I've I've asked for equipment for artists and been told, well, if they don't like it, they can go find somewhere else. I've recorded and seen budgets from the shows that we put together taken. I've seen the budgets taken and spent on something else. I've seen how it works behind the scenes. And I just don't like to see any artist go through that, regardless of whatever they 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 pushing, regardless of whatever. I don't like to see anybody like suppressed. So I hope that's not happening.
very interesting hip-hop debate and i want to give a shout out to let me make sure i get this right blake symphony because it was i've seen this this thread along uh in certain spots but uh he was out there repping for lupe i gotta i gotta give a salute to that man now once i scrolled up this got interesting i am seeing if i have this correct kendrick lamar versus biggie and the ogs of the 90s and I am seeing Lupe versus Slaughterhouse as far as lyrical ability. So let's dissect the, the, the hot button issue first. Can Kendrick Lamar outrap any of the OGs from the 90s? That is the question. Let me make sure we're rolling. We're rolling. All right, let, let me tell you who Kendrick Lamar can outrap, and then we'll get into this. Kendrick Lamar can outrap Tupac. Kendrick Lamar can outrap Jay-Z. Who else we got? I think Kendrick Lamar, I don't think Kendrick Lamar can fully outrap Method Man because Kendrick Lamar has a weakness and it is clear punches and clear storyline without extra wordiness i call it babbling that is kendrick's achilles heel he's lost in babylon sometimes sometimes he is and look as a writer myself my qualifications is 20 27 projects over 300 songs out go look up nave noblique n-a-v-e-n-o-b-l-i-q-u-e 
music I'm not you know what I'm saying shout out to Chris Domes um I know what it looks like when someone is using filler words you watch Naruto you've seen the filler episodes right a lot of people confuse rapping fast with rapping skillfully and don't get me wrong rapping fast is a skill but artists like Tech 9 respectfully lyrical giant tours indie merch sales you know crazy right there is a trade-off for using certain styles and if you are a true student of the game you should be able to use any style at will you should be able to rap quickly you know what I'm saying um I don't want no cash. I just want the money, you know. You know what I'm saying? You should be able to rap fast. You should be able to rap fast. Um, if you have used these styles, you understand that the trade-off for speed can be punches. Because if I'm just rapping, I went outside into the house. That doesn't make sense. Let me let me say. If I'm just rapping say word i'm parked at the curb you see what i'm saying it doesn't take that many words if i'm rapping it's absurd i parked at the curb and everybody gotta know that you know what i'm saying if i'm doing a super fast bar that's a bad representation of what i do and i can't allow if i'm rapping I'm outside. The sun was looking good. That's that's not that many words. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if I'm rapping, I'm outside. The sun was looking good. I'm thinking of what I'm doing. I'm thinking of what I would. I have to add words to the style. And at times, that trades away complexity. Kendrick will take like 20 bars to tell a story that could be told easier and sharper. And when he does, because of the speed, when he does use this style, when he throws a punch in, it hits. It seems more effective than it is because it's so fast. When in reality, sometimes a simple buildup makes the punch more effective. Sometimes the punch can be more complex if you're able to dedicate more of the bar to it. And when your bar is filled up with a bunch of words to, to maintain the speed of double time rhyming, you sacrifice that. So can Kendrick outrap Biggie? No, I don't think so. He doesn't have a story. He doesn't have a story. He doesn't have a slow flow. Well, he's got a little bit of a slow flow, but even the slow flow, flow got filler. Amazing, brother. Fun fun only on occasion, brother. He's got a slower flow now. He unlocked that. But he just doesn't have the the punches and he doesn't have the stories to compete with Big. Who else is on there? DMX. I saw DMX. Respectfully, Kendrick can outrap DMX. Respectfully. I don't know if Kendrick can out-experience DMX or out-wisdom DMX or out-pray DMX. But lyrically, Kendrick got that. Now, why did I say Pac? Because Pac is another one. Very heavy stories. Very relatable. Good energy. But lyrically. Maybe even, okay. There's a difference to me 
and being lyrically efficient and rhyming well. Black Thought is both lyrically efficient and can rhyme well, but he leans toward the rhyming side to me. He, he can just rhyme very, very well. Eminem is lyrically efficient and can rhyme well, but doesn't care if the song sounds good. <laughs> to me, Eminem is a direct style descendant of Pac. You can hear, uh, listen to Till I Collapse. Till I Collapse, I'm spilling these raps as long as you feel them to the day that I drop. They'll never say that I'm not killing them. To me, Eminem took the energy and storytelling of Pac Added in a dash of like, kind of like white boy humor, kind of. Added in a dash of just messed up stuff. And now he's doing the speed thing. But if you listen to Eminem, to me it's crazy. that Anyone who studies hip hop, if you're hating on Eminem, I don't listen to you. I don't listen to you. I don't, and look, Eminem doesn't always make, Eminem has not been making like ear appeasing songs for a while. But if you read what Eminem is saying on a sheet, you will still get that feeling that you got from back in the day. People are not doing what Eminem is doing. I think a lot of pop fans are injecting themselves into battle culture and into hip hop culture. And their opinions are just, if it sounds good, then I'm gonna say the bars are good. No, 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 no. This is a conversation that's been happening for years. So if you're not reading an Eminem bar on a page, if you're not reading, um. My bars struck them, then got my bars struck them harder than getting hit by a Mack truck and then backed up on. If you're not understanding the complexity and skill that's in there, if you're not understanding someone saying you'll get ripped out of your clothes so fast it'll look like an invisible man standing and rhyming it, you don't. We we can't have a conversation about lyrics. You don't understand the conversation that's been happening. So if you're one of those people who just disses older rhymers or people who like MF Doom, like if you're people who you just diss people who rhyme well because they rhyme well and you feel that hip hop needs to be like four words per bar, get out of here. We're not talking to you. You're in rare air. We call you a shoe a tourist. If you've seen Rocket Power, We're, this is for the people who understand lyrics. So that's why I say Pac. Uh, Kendrick, I think, would have a hard time with. Let me think. Elzai. Kendrick is not out rapping Elzai at all. Elzai has mastered multi syllabic rhyme. Elzai has mastered and created styles. I didn't even know what a typewriter was. But I do believe that Kendrick Lamar can out rap. I'll say 75 to 80% of mainstream 90s and early 2000s hip hop. I'll say that comfortably because the style has just upgraded since then. You compare even like a trippy red verse to, well, golden era is different. Golden era is different. Let me not talk crazy, but the style has elevated. Kendrick would have a hard time with uh, uh, competing against Big L. And I saw people saying it's different when it's a battle, blah, blah, blah. Come on, man. Stop semantics. We talking about who can rap better. Now, on to this next topic. Can, 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 I'm sorry. Can Lupe Fiasco outrap Slaughterhouse? Well, you already know. <laughs> we already know if Lupe Fiasco can outrap Slaughterhouse because we saw what happened to Royce. Royce was talking crazy. We documented that very well. Please go to the website right now. 
go over to the drop off you can click the, the the panel on the website on the top left go to the drop off and read our article on lupe fiasco versus royce royce was playing and throwing shots at mickey fax and lupe lupe bodied that man badly viciously i think uh he sent his brother out you know yeah no lupe lupe yeah the only person the only person in slaughterhouse who really could not lose to lupe fiasco is crooked eye he's the only one crooked eye is the black more stylish crooked eye is like eminem if eminem cared about like being more sonically appealing crooked eye is like the black eminem i would comfortably say that and i would give him like a little more points because he does he sometimes makes two lyrical decisions but he makes sonically pleasing music as well lupe fiasco could not outwrap crooked eye i think crooked eye could could destroy lupe fiasco pretty simply who else is the matchup joe button lupe fiasco is clearing joe button what maybe it depends on what joe we get it depends on what joe we get uh that might be an even matchup joel ortiz i'm sorry lupe fiasco i think is clearing joel ortiz i i can comfortably say that but for anybody saying he can't outwrap anyone in slaughterhouse, you, you, you one of these shoobies, you one of these tourists I'm talking about. Don't, don't speak in a circle of G's. Just listen. Um, Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar cannot outwrap every '90s hip hop act. Like that's crazy. You fell for the speed if you if you say that. So yeah, very interesting debates. Uh, we're definitely we definitely appreciate the discourse and everyone who who added to it go ahead and, and check that twitter thread out if you can find it and if you want to drop a comment and let us know who you think is going to outwrap lupe fiasco in a battle today in slaughterhouse and let me know if you think kendrick lamar could uh if biggie would take the l to kendrick let me know i'll debate you all day it's not gonna um, you're not we're not clearing that this way but you could say it yeah what else we got next Uh, thank you, Tokyo. Appreciate it. You know how it goes. Indeed, indeed. Not my first time here. Always a pleasure. Be back amongst you. Konnichiwa, as they say. Ohayou gozaimasu. Welcome to Tokyo Freeze. Freeze. Over Tokyo. You know? And as we say, okay. Uh, yeah. What is glory? Other side of the story. Lose your morals to be number five in the 40. But you're still trapped in the category. Shattered if you doubt it poorly. Surely your average habit forming. Havoc wreaking attitude is half performing in this aftermath for the bowing cask and cask closing. Classic cornerstoning is my forte. Pay for the foreplay, you might as well stay for the origin. All moles that's gold in the panties. Their goals, the goals, more rolls into fannies. 
Another chop chop, what's the fast and furious to a chop shop? Turn a jalop sob to a drop top. Good as galop, jamming to a Pakistani. I caught the first stone thrown by the bone picking gavel handling. The love to judge misunderstandings. Throw it back at him like a javelin. They got me banned from the bar. But when you can't stand like a man in the car, you gotta stand back, put your hand on your heart. Get kicked off the force, got a hand in your star. Like a ninja jobless. Kermit the Frog is referring to his puppeteer. Your noodle's sober, but you really love a beer. What a year. Huh? What a year, what a year, what a year. I've washed my hands and I've said like this. I have to, I'm going to just get this out of the way. I got to, I'm going to delete my, an original take that I had at the end. The song Final Fantasy by Lil Uzi Vert is the first actual reference to at least close to Final Fantasy in a real way that I've heard from an industry artist. I have to say that. He said, got to watch out for demons in Kingdom Hearts. And I believe me, I checked it a lot. That's close enough. That's like Final Fantasy adjacent. There are Final Fantasy characters. Usually I sit in here and rant about how artists will just appropriate gamer culture. And as somebody who played the original Final Fantasy, like the block hands, y'all weren't there for the block hands. Y'all got the nice fancy PlayStation 4 and 5 Final Fantasy 7 remake, all that stuff. I have to salute because there's a lot of Final Fantasies that, first of all, most of the time when an artist makes a song called Final Fantasy, they don't reference the game. I think Drake made a song called Final Fantasy 2. And then there was... This isn't a song, but then there's the movie Final Fantasy Spirits Within, which we won't talk about. But I was not happy. Anyway, that was a tangent. I have to salute Uzi for not only referencing Final Fantasy, but for referencing a game that featured specifically Final Fantasy 7 characters. Although I think Barrett was mysteriously left out now that I think about it. I gotta salute that. So I'm gonna delete my original Final Fantasy take from Lil Uzi Vert. And I had to put this at the front. Warning, I tried to keep it impartial, but 
But there were times where, you know, I kind of ranted. So if you want to hear a, a less uh, passionate review, maybe, maybe go check out like another channel or something. But I'm just letting this is a, I'm putting this before. All right. I know, 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 what you want, I know, well not for long, I know, girl this your song, I know, turn up all night long, I know, I know, I know, ain't shit change, I know, that money ain't a thing, I know, still switching for lanes, I know, this don't mean a thing, I know Not blind from the same, I know Look straight through the hate, I know Run straight to the cake, I know I know something that you don't know Go straight to the money, oh, oh, oh. I don't want that 20 bitch stack That be a fake hunt, oh, oh, oh. That bitch that you wife and I know that she fucking for money, oh, oh, oh. I know I was nothing, I turned to something Little nigga, I know, I know I know that they're out to get me sleep With one eye closed Same around up on my clothes Double C my toes, Neck on froze, South Pole. Got a girl in the North Pole. I know, cash rolls. Made a girl drop it on the floor. In the days where my cash go, pick it up oh so slow. Made her eat my tadpole. I am never comfortable, cause I never reach my goal. One thing that I know, I'm gonna get that. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. What you want? I know, well not for long, I know Girl, this your song, I know Turn up all night long, I know I know, I know Ain't shit change, I know That money ain't a thing, I know Still switching for lanes, I know That this don't mean a thing, I know Not blind from the fame, I know Look straight through the hate, I know Run straight to the cake, I know Set back patient and wait my time I was the one, yeah, I was the one, yeah, I was the one, yeah, yeah I am not one away, so you gotta say when you ready You are disloyalty, so tell me when we go steady I don't think we're gonna do that I'm not to get her too bad Oh, I know that boy, he ain't gonna shoot that Ice game on Mike Tyson, I might damage blue, black, black I know what you really like, I know that you not a dyke I know that you spend the night, I know that you feel the vibe Well, not for long, I know Girl, this your song, I know Turn up all night long, I know I know, I know Ain't shit change, I know That money ain't a thing, I know Still switching for lanes, I know That this don't mean a thing, I know Not blind from the fame, I know Look straight through the hate, I know Run straight to the cake, I know is back with a new EP called Red and White. Let's get into it. See Underground with Nave No Bleak. All right, so the first, here's what we're going to do. 
We're just going to address this all as honestly and objectively as possible. Starting out with the cover, we are seeing what looks like a classroom, but it is kind of distorted and it, it looks like a abstract art. If you look at it, there's it looks kind of like older... Uh, Caucasian people, maybe an old white guy in a tracksuit, but all their their faces are distorted. If you look at their legs, the top half looks like they're sitting one way, the bottom half looks like they're sitting another way. Uh, Uzi is at the front of the scene, and it's it's a cool painting. It's one of those paintings that looks 3D and looks like something different every time you look at it. On on the wall are Uzi's projects, um, Lover's Rage projects, like a old surprise name knows these things. Cover art, very, very creative. I would give out of 10 the cover art an 8, honestly. An 8, 8.5. Very creative, very artistic. All right, the music, the production. So, in order to address this, first, we got to give a shout out to Philly. Lil Uzi said he is the best rapper out of Philly. People forget he's from Philly. Who comes from Philly? Beans, Black Thought. And if you ask a Lil Uzi Vert fan, they will tell you that he is a better rapper than all of them. And that is why people like me exist. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Production. There's some bangers on here. I nodded my head to every song on this album. Like, when I played it, you know, I was moving, I was dancing. If you think that is a coincidence, then let me tell you, man, it's all planned. It's all orchestrated. They're even picking certain frequencies. Um, I believe his name, Lil Vert's name, if you say it really fast, it sounds like Lucifer. And if you go to the comments, uh, you will see people praising Lucifer. Mainly the youth, which is Lil Uzi's fan base. Like I said, we're going to have an objective conversation about all this stuff. Production. So, bangers. Some of the synths used. I always judge things like, all right, is this innovative or have I heard this before? There were new, there, there were some sort of dark chords and dark synths that I thought were pretty cool. I'm going to be honest. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I won't say Kanye-esque, but I always like hearing Dark Sense. You know, they mix it in with the drums. And it's almost like, uh, I call it bubblegum trap drums. It's it's like, it's a bop for sure. Uh, you definitely move around to it, but it, it punches as well. You know, the just the, the, the bass. And then you get the Dark Sense. Uzi is playing on... Or, or he's embracing this idea of being a rock star. And part of being a rock star is being rebellious. So what is what is what does that equate to to the casual kind of hip hop fan that is is listening to Uzi Vert? Well that means everything that's edgy, we're gonna go for. So let's get to the songs here too. Production, um, I'll give it a Production, I'd give it a 
a 6.7 to a 7 out of 10. You know, the beats were not unenjoyable. You know, it was definitely a, it was definitely a bop. Like you could move around to it. You know, it made you want to dance. But then as a lyricist and as a as a parent, I'm going to sound old, I guess I'm 31, but just also as someone who did all of the things pretty much that Uzi is rapping about. And let me see how old Uzi is. I'm 31. He's got to be in his 20s. I feel like he like 20. What's surprising is most of these rappers be trying to sound young, but they be in their 30s. These bloggers too. They be trying to, they, they be pushing all this young music and, and trying to stay up with the youthful energy, which is important, but they'll, they'll fake it like they not old and washed like the rest of us. And the term old and old and washed, you know, I joke around with it. But honestly, I have done pretty much what these what what you hear these people rapping about. So I can be honest with you about it. Number one, the first song is called Cigarette. I personally think that this album is what labels see when they look at hip hop. I also personally feel like him pushing the upside down crosses and stuff like that before. That's all a setup for certain things. Spotify has got people so brainwashed just to accept whatever people do. People walk up to you and say Lil Uzi is a better rapper than Black Thought and mean it with all their heart. The first time I saw this was when I talked to my little homie from Chicago. You couldn't tell him about Chief Keef. You could not tell him about Chief Keef. Chief Keef was better than everybody. Drake was another little homie. Drake was better than everybody. And that was because that is what they experienced. That is who is in their age bracket. You know, but this Luciferian thing, I want to I want to be honest with that. You know, why I don't rock with the Lucifer thing because child abuse is associated with that. And the rituals I know people personally who have had to escape situations where their family was going to ritualistically sacrifice them. Shout out to them. I never reveal their name. Pray for you. So I've seen this on a personal level. Also, what what is a Satanist believe? Since we're being honest about it. They think it is. If the Bible says love thy neighbor, no, nah, we're going to get reckless. We're not going to care. The Bible says uh, be sober and be calm. You know, be sober minded and be calm. They're going to say, you know, while out. But honestly, that is not what satanists fully believe that's what a lot of famous philosophers believe voltaire some of these people some of these people read the bible and were like oh we're gonna do the complete opposite of that and they used to pass out bibles that had little facts at the end little little they would have like say if it said love thy neighbor as thyself right there would be a little asterisk this is real history look it up there'll be a little asterisk next to it and then you flip to the end and it would say something that's the opposite and honestly the reason they did it is just to do it because if you've ever known a philosopher they just question everything it was just to do it we see this 
Uh, at the time, the church was given a whole bunch of authority, which they abused. But this is all tied into Lil Uzi Vert, for real. Why you think I don't review his albums? Because then I have to get into my demonology bag. Because it's real. You know. And if you haven't experienced it, then I hope you don't. But I'm just letting you know. I've had these experiences. I've seen these things. On a frontline level, you know. I've debated with Satanists for quite some time. And some, some were chill people, so... But I just let's get this out of the way. So uh, on the surface, you know, that was injected into rock music. Uzi is mimicking this rock thing. So that that is going to be injected into it, though. Now, Satan is really a thing they believe is. Do what you love. Do what you feel. That's what Satan is push. Yeah, I'm exposing y'all. Y'all don't like it when we. Y'all don't like y'all. See, I'm gonna try to keep it impartial. You know what I'm saying? But there is a look. I'm I, I'm trying to be unbiased, but I've I have personal. You know what I'm saying? But it's I'm gonna talk about the ops on here just to let you know that it's possible. I'm gonna talk about the ops. Um, do what you love, right? And that sounds great. That sounds awesome. But what if what you love hurts people? So you're injecting these messages into the music. I know a teacher at one of the schools I came up in and everybody knew him. Everybody knew him. Everybody done seen him. Dude got, I, I can't even say. But he, uh, rumor is he's in his spare time in the classroom. He's teaching kids about Satanism. Specifically. You know who you are? Everybody, everybody at that school know who that man is. Yeah, but people don't want to talk about it. I'll talk about the ops on there. I don't care. I'll talk about the ops on there. Somebody need to. Yeah. And God bless you. And I hope you get up out there. Anyway, sorry. I'm, I'm being unbiased. It's, it's a touchy subject for me, but we look, I'm a cover Uzi. All right, let's go. And he can rap. And he put on for Philly. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm going to try to keep it impartial. Anyway, my bad. The first song, Cigarette. Oh, oh no, no, sorry. What if what you love hurts people? Huh? Now, there's a lot of other bylaws. But the other part of it that's not talked about is the concerted effort just to do something harmful or bad that's what people think to just it's past being rebellious and when you put it in a song it sounds cool but we're gonna be impartial so let's get off of that the first song is called cigarette he says oh his, he said his mom would kill him if she already was smoking a cigarette i used to smoke cigarettes i worked on cars was changing oil. I used to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Menthols. Crush the little, crush the little, uh, you crush the little bead that's on the inside of that joint. And it tastes like menthols. I didn't know. I didn't know how or what I was doing. It was just what everybody was doing around me. In real life, uh, people get cancer from cigarettes. In real life. 
My babysitter used to smoke cigarettes all the time. R.I.P. You know what I'm saying? Recipes diary. Yeah. And I rebuke cancer, too. In Jesus' name. Amen. But so what do we see here? We see it's kind of scary. And it's also scary to know that me saying it's scary will automatically have a large, like a Uzi fan just tuned out for me saying that. Like, oh, you just an old head, period. No, smoking cigarettes ain't good, though. Uzi can rap, for, for sure. He can't rap better than Black Thought, but he can rap. He got, oh, I wrote down one of his bars. Hold on. I wrote down one of his bars. He said, he said, since I was 10, I said F12. So he said he was scared when he was 11. That's bars. I'm not going to lie. That's bars. So we get the first song, uh, Cigarette. And I'm I'm moving around. It sounds catchy as a mug. I, I was almost about to sing it. And then I cringe because it's like, yo, cigarettes are bad. Like, actually bad. And there's definitely going to be a lot of youngins who are going to start smoking cigarettes. Or at least think it's cool. And I hate that me saying that automatically will... It makes people tune out because they're everyone is so brainwashed. That's the scary part that someone can just blatantly push these things. Lil Uzi Vert, right? Upside down cross man. Man, we gonna put the we gonna put that offset diss in here if I can find it. Because offset said, well, yeah, we gonna put that offset. We we gonna put that we gonna put that in here maybe. Let me be impartial because Uzi can rap for real. It just make me mad he with the ops. You know what I'm saying? With the with the upside down cross stuff. So, but we're gonna be impartial. This is difficult. This is not easy for me for real. This is not easy. Oh. Um, cigarette. Upside down crosses. Luciferian people. People who are associated with that. People like Anton LaVey. I'm gonna say name. Who be on, you know. People like Alistair Crowley or Crowley, if you like to say it. Some of these people are, are featured on, on people's albums. I think uh, Beatles. He's on a Beatles album. Hotel California. I heard something around there. I could be wrong. Look it up. Anyway, these people believed in ritual child abuse. That's why I don't play about it. I don't play about it. I really don't. I really, really don't. And real, like, too many people are playing about it for real. Too many, way too many people are just sitting comfy in their chairs thinking this is all a game while they are waging war on the youth and stealing us. Black lives. While they are waging war on the youth and stealing the youth. Right in front of your face. Everybody laughing and joking and tweeting about it. And anybody who's passionate about it, they just dismiss them. That's why I don't, I hate it on social media. I hate this society. But I'm going to cover it. Sorry. I'm sorry. I told you it's difficult to talk about the ops. Yeah, I don't play with it. You won't see me with an upside down cars. Nope. You won't see me around nobody who talk crazy about, about God. Especially that, that Yeshua name. You won't see me around that. You won't see me around that. You won't see me ever. What? Look, I won't say 
I debate with somebody. I talk to them. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to be kikiing. Like, you a op. And what do we do with ops? God bless you. God bless you. But I'm going to get out the way. For real. Anyway, look. I'm going to be impartial again. I might have to cut a lot of this out. We'll see. I might. We'll see how this go. Cigarettes. So that's the first thing. Oh, man. I'm singing about cigarettes now. But it sounds good. Sonically. Sonically, I give that cigarette song like seven or eight it sounds great it sounds great i understand the the he's also tying into the emotion of like just being rebellious we were all rebellious just doing stuff because our parents said not to how can you not relate to that so on a, on a writing level that's i that's why i give the song a seven impartially the stuff that's surrounding and injected, I think, by the label, because for some reason, the industry just has a, a, a an objective to do stuff like that. So I go, all right, man, this is what they pushing. This is what they pushing. But I noticed something, though. I noticed something. Of, of the spiritual references I heard on this one, all I heard him reference was heaven. He said something about his bars are biblical. Something, something, heaven. Said something about that. I didn't hear too much devil talk. And to be real, once you get past the imagery that he uses, once you get past sort of the, the window dressing, there is a, a lyrical rapper there. That is why I listen, because you see flashes. You could, oh, you, he studied Wayne, you could tell. Oh, you could tell he know he look he did that kind of punchline. You could see it. I just wish you would get away from you know. Do the ops for it. Yeah, for fun. I think we're gonna play that on here, just to be impartial, right? Uh, what do we what do we got? I you really hear you re Wayne's influences ever even of course Lil right. Wayne's influences everywhere. He's got punches, man. He's got punchlines. You cannot deny Lil Uzi can rap. You can't, then it's undeniable. He can rap. He is a master of melodies. This, to me, sounds like label influence injecting these things onto a very talented artist. I hear the technicality. I even hear the stories when he's talking about his dad. I hear these things. It is just very, uh, it's it's packaged for a certain demographic. Yeah. That is what For Fun sounds like. It sounds like, it sounds like the field, honestly. It sounds like the high, the high end of the field. That's what it sounds like to me. He pop a pill before he eat. That's what he said. And I know you're saying, oh, you sound like an old. I'm just saying, that's what he said. He pops a pill every time before he eats. In real life, I, I have partaken in my life. Made some choices in college and before. Actually, I broke my ankle and a, and a family member gave me oxy and didn't tell me what they did. And the rest was history. 
but we got that sorted out. You know what I mean? I like, like, it wasn't even like, it was just they didn't tell me what it did. So when the time came for me not to use them, I was like, oh, shoot. Oh, what? Uh, it was crazy. If you pop a pill before you eat, every time before you eat, and it's not like a, a dietary supplement, you will go through terrible withdrawal. And depending on how many pills you routinely pop, overdoses happen. And they spike in these joints with fentanyl. In real life, and fentanyl is very lethal. Fentanyl addicts are some of the, I pray for the fentanyl addicts. Jesus name, Yeshua name. I pray for the fentanyl addicts for real. Because that is walking on, that is walking with death. And they cutting, they cutting everything with that. They cutting the stuff that you wouldn't expect with that. Trust. So, I know it sounds really cool. It's I don't even know. To be honest, man, that it sounds as someone who has experienced the things that these people are talking about, all this sounds stupid to me. And it makes me mad because he can rap. So he's clearly an intelligent human being. You want to be edgy, you tell you to smoke cigarettes, pop pills before they eat, because they're gonna follow what Uzi do. You got them, you got them rocking symbols that are associated with ritual child abuse and human sacrifice, which is not the vibes. You know what I'm saying? Uh What do you want me to say? Everyone just automatically says it's dope. Bars don't matter anymore. It's just content doesn't really matter anymore. It's literally it's been that way, but it's super that way now. It's just if if people like it, they will say the bars are dope. Period. And one day we'll have a conversation where I honestly say who I why I think that happened. Like whose fault that is. Cuz there is it is somebody's fault. One artist's fault. Drake. <laughs> oh man, I got <coughs> Woo. It's crazy. Yeah, if you pop a pill every day before you eat. How does the song sound? I give it a seven, man. I might have to change my rating. It sounds it sounds good. He's got like again, technically, boom. He's not rapping about devil stuff on here. He's not. I didn't I haven't heard any of it. I pay attention. To me, that's good. That's good. I don't look. I don't rock with the ops. I don't. I don't rock with anybody who says that it's normal to hurt a kid. I don't. Like, that's weird. I don't rock with it. I don't rock with it. We just never going to agree on it. We going to be impartial, but I'm not. I'm talking about the ops. I'm not going to be like, it is what it is. Take it how you want to take it. Hey, you people be arguing about politics, red and blue. They be caught up in that party system. Don't ever think that it's strange that we live in a place that puts us in a system that makes us at war with each other. Nobody thinks about that. But uh yeah, so we all got our we all got our affiliations and stuff, right? I'm still getting through this. It's a hit. It's a hit. Did I give a rating for the I think I gave it a seven. Oh, production. Like I said, I already talked about production for the album. But again, production, so I'm not mad at it. Uh it's a hit. This this was to me the first time he took his foot off the gas lyrically. The first time for me that he took his foot off the gas lyrically. And what's crazy is it's gonna be a hit. It's gonna be a hit. There's people on it, I think, saying it's a hit. That's that's influence. That's influence. And you know what I wanna tell y'all, you indie artists listening, 
for if you're in awe of that, just understand it's just good marketing, man. Are you ready? Are you ready for me to blow your mind with something? You trust McDonald's or don't trust McDonald's just because they ran ads every day? You feel like it's like, oh, that's a household name. No, you just they just have really good marketing dollars and good advertising. They put the money up for commercials when TV was popping. Now they make sure to, they don't even really need, I, I don't even, no, no, they still have commercials, but YouTube, but guess what? You could be a company too. Got it? Moving on. It's a hit, it's going to be a hit. Lyrically, uh, it is not, it's to me, is that's the, this is the first time he took his, his foot off the gas. Uh, I give this a 5.5. And I'm going to be honest, the collective score, maybe I'm just doing track by track right now. I didn't write this down. Glock in my purse. This was an interesting song. Uh, another song challenging conventional norm, con challenging conventional societal norms. How's that? He is. He's. He says he's, he's got a Glock in his purse, and then he says it's not a purse because there's not. I think there's not no. There's not nail polish in there or something like that. It's a song about. Uh, it's another one. It's like. It's like. The optics and the in the. The extras added to Uzi sometimes make it seem like his music is more like offensive or like correct. It's it's really like at its core, it's just lyrical kind of quote unquote fun hip hop. The imagery surrounding it is what I address seriously. Conspiracy theorists can say, oh, this is a this is a trying to feminize uh, young males slash I would I would bet that the label pushed this one. I, I feel like maybe not could be wrong I would guess that the label did there's probably going to be a lot more people wanting to wear purses now and he glocks in them to me this is just like yo this is what we're going to be telling the youth if you want to wonder what the youth are going to be into and for in some places really like mainstream America who think this is what black people are that's why you listen to that's why you check out what was he doing Overall, the project, I know this is not going to add up, but I would give it whatever I, I gave it like a, I would give it like a, a six to a 6.5. In some places it got close to a seven, but like a solid six. Yeah. I'd like to hear just more. He's got all of the technical pieces. I just like to hear like more focused songs, you know, some backstory stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Red and white. I don't know. Isn't that what it called? Let me make sure I don't get the name wrong. I'm really not trying to. Hey, I tried to be as impartial as possible. That's all. You, that's that's what you're going to get out of me about that. But I hey, I did it. Ha. If y'all could do better. Go for it. Red and white EP out now. What are we playing? We're playing for fun? Is that what we playing? Yeah, we're going to play for fun. All right, what we got next? Hey, let me hear that hoe, Jeff. I get the bands, count the blue cheese. I do that shit for fun. For every meal, I pop a pill. I do that shit till I'm dumb. I had your girl, she on my crib. That was a one-on-one. -on -one. Smoking 
seven all on my waist, no need for me to pop the trunk. You keep trying to make me one cup, but you keep playing my love. You should enjoy your whole day, cause I am good, my love. Now you keep trying to make me fuck, but you need me one sub. Both of my pockets, they stuff. Big account trying to eat rub. I can never go bankrupt. I put your bitch in the tub, yeah. I don't believe in good luck. Knock if you buck, make her nut. She never saw on my house. Hit it times in my own Bentley truck, yeah. comedy duo known for their show the bodega boys have announced a split it's crazy man it's crazy like it like the internet's taking it hard pause you know somebody hit hit the button they're not here to hit the button you know um if you listen to the show you might understand that man where to start with this? There's a lot of people speculating on what's going on, and it really wasn't announced very clearly. It was kind of like, like they said, like that they broke up. Pause. They said that they split, but a lot of people are taking this like their parents are splitting. A lot of a lot of fans of the show have been listening for a while. I've listened for a while. I kind of tune out, tune in on that one, but uh. 
they just made kind of an official announcement. Let me let me pull it up here. I, I have uh we we have also gone to Reddit and done our due diligence and looked and searched just to see if we could get to the bottom of this. And we found some stuff. So let me get this tweet up. Alright, I'm gonna have to time travel. So I'll 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 see you in the future when I find this. Alright, so we're we're over on Jesus and Muriel's Twitter, and it is it is depressing over here. It's sad over here, man. Their their page says our run was good as hell. I always find that like interesting that people automatically reference hell when they talk about like that food was good. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, Bodega Hive. Here's the official tweet: the illustrious Jesus Nice and the Kid Marrow will be pursuing separate creative endeavors moving forward. Jesus and Miro will not be returning to Showtime. It's been a good run. Moment of silence. The, you know what I figured out when I say moment of silence? The sound bed is still going to play. So let's have a moment of sound bed for Jesus and Miro. And I and I and thank you. And I want to let y'all know that we will be we'll be carrying the name on with skits at least. You know, we could do a lot more skits around here. So we're going to step that up for them. Rest in peace to the Bodega Boys podcast, man. I hope they can work it out. Um, all right, YouTube. This is where it's going to stop for y'all. All right. Twitter this is where it's going to stop for y'all, too. TikTok, this is where it's going to stop for y'all, too. Spotify. Let's keep it real. All right, we're going to get into exactly why the split happened, what the speculation is, and what we found. All right, let's 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 take a minute for the shoe beast to walk away. It's okay. You got it. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Go ahead. Walk away. Walk away. Go, go, come on, come on. This is only for the initiated, all right? Okay, I think they're gone. All right, so, uh, no, see, I, I see you. You over there, you're, you, you're listening. You know you're not a regular yet. Now, if you want to put the work in to become a regular, to, to really, you know, be able to get this information, fine. Uh, you, could, you know what? You could stay. All right? But don't go just, you know. Don't forget who who broke these stories, all right? Give us our credit. Anyway, all right. There's a, there's a couple of shoobies. Look, to any of the veteran listeners, there's a couple of shoobies. There's a couple of noobs who are, they not half bad. I see potential, all right? So we're going to let them listen. Anyway, we went to Reddit. And there are a bunch of conspiracy theories. A bunch of uh, people giving theories about what happened. Some people were saying that Jesus got, you know, drawn into those Hollywood parties that Ali Vegas was talking about. You know, um, some of those Hollywood parties that we see depicted in music videos like WAP, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion. And uh, they said he was partying in Amsterdam and 
while he was tweeting the brand was going to come back. He wasn't even in the country, some people were saying. Um, And we finally got the official reason why Jesus and Miro split, or at least the version that the entertainment industry is officially giving us. Now, I'm going to share my own thoughts after the Shubies leave, of course, you know. YouTube, it's, it's, this is getting to be the point where YouTube, Shubies, you guys, you guys are going to have to move. Twitter, you guys are going to have to move. But the reason that is being reported for the Bodega Boys podcast splitting up actually is Miro's, is allegedly Miro's manager, Victor. And they're saying that Victor on the Showtime set was just mean to people, insulted people, and it came down to the point of Victor not being allowed on set during filming, which is a very big deal. You know, as a manager, you want to be close to your client. And, you know, I had this whole rant about divide and conquer that I ended up deleting because it was before we had all the correct information, but I'm going to add some more of that rant back in here because we do have our own take, but it is being reported that they said that Victor was not allowed to come to set anymore and Miro stood with his manager and it just split. It just split. What do I think actually happened? I think it is a combination of the rumors on Reddit and what is possibly being said. I, I think that, I think that Jesus did get pulled into those parties. You ask me what I think. I think he did get quote unquote called up and Miro did not want to go with him. Um, like I said, Ali Vegas has talked about it. Nori has talked about it. Countless artists have talked about getting the deal but they have to go to the party and then they usually say somebody tried them they usually say somebody tried them or i've heard artists talk about uh they go to the party they wake up and they find out there's a videotape floating around if you've seen whack 100 that's a lot of that's a lot whack 100 will will find himself next to some footage of something that's all i say about that Allegedly, I feel like I should say the word allegedly a lot. So I do think it's a combination. Uh, I think that time and time again, being the the Hollywood, uh, I won't say Hollywood, being the movie guy, you know, studying film, you end up seeing interviews with actors or you hear things that happen behind the scene. One of the most famous behind the scenes moments would be Christian Bale's blow up. I think it was on Terminator. He's just screaming and screaming and screaming. If you never saw that, you might not think that Christian Bale was even like that. Army Hammer, that whole situation. Dude dude was an actor for quite some time and they found out he was allegedly into eating people. You know what I'm saying? He was on the cannibal vibes, you know? So you don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Shoot, a lot of people don't even know why they call Hollywood Hollywood in the first place, you know? I think that anywhere where the entertainment industry is found, you will find 
the silencer protocol and the protocol to divide and conquer, much like they did us on the plantation. The MO for some groups was, all right, we like the way they sing, we like the way they dance, but we want to use them for our own means. Saw somebody on Reddit say, I bet you Jesus is going to be in an A24 movie pretty soon. I thought that was hilarious. Because that does seem to be like, like once you get out the league, like once your party went well, you know what I'm saying? All right, we'll get you in that. Yeah, we'll get you in this A24 movie, you know? I, I, I think that something, it was more than that. I think it's more than being mean to staff. I have seen actors labeled as problematic because they didn't conform to what the director wanted or or really, you know, when you really want to divide a brand up, it's the perfect way to do it. I remember growing up and the homies, you know, we all would, we had a house party, hey, house party, house party, house party. And then some of the homies, they, they graduated to more uh, intense forms of partying. And I stayed where I was at. I was I was smoking my love, you know, drinking my love, you know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wasn't going too far past that. Some of the homies, they, you know, they went down, they they graduated, you know. I'm not gonna say no names, of course. They graduated. And it caused a divide. And there was a lot of other stuff brewing. But it was never really the same after that. It was never the same. And then, and then to keep going, to compare it to the situation, you know, you come up thinking that you can talk to your homies. Like if you see that a split is happening, you could talk to your homies. You're going to hear me reference Hunter Hunter a few times in here. It's like Karapika and Hunter Hunter. He had to go, he's a character who had a very serious mission or he, he had a mission that was different. I don't know if he needed to do it, but he had a dark path. So you see people going on adventures. They try to call Karapika. Karapika's not picking the phone up because what he going through is a little bit different he done he done Karapika went for the darkness sometimes the the industry or you know jobs do it too anytime you see bureaucracy the corporate structure i'm trying not to say mainstream america but you know it really is what it is whenever you see the industry get into things they do the same thing battle rap we're seeing it all over in battle rap you try to talk to the homie but but the phone call before you was a billionaire. The phone call before you was, they had this. The phone call before you, oh, we setting up this, we we doing this. And then it's you calling. And what you saying ain't lining up with what they saying. They saying, nah, we gonna go to this, let's party. Nah, forget all that. Like, let's, we gonna do this. We going this way. You saying no, remember what it remember what it you know? The brand. Gang, what ganging them? What's up? What? But ganging them can't come to that party. Ganging them, that party might be that party might be out in the woods where they, you know, they don't view people with melanated skin the same as the original parties we was going to. You know? And we can talk about that too. We're gonna get in Reddit, they saying that. That Jesus, he went for the parties. You know, he went for the, you know, put on the business voice. Hi, how are you doing today? Yeah. Welcome to the underground. You know, I'm your host, Justin Davis. And uh, we're here to deal with, uh, you know, you know how to code switch real good, you know? 
I used to I used to code switch too. I used to you know you get around you get around some you get around certain kind of people. You start talking about you talk talk a little different. And I learned my power is just be who you are, no matter what room you walk in. But some people they they totally turn to a whole another person. Now you might see me you might see me. I walk into a room and I say, Hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Oh yeah, yeah. You might see me. You might see me uh uh use some bigger syllable words, speak a little bit more eloquently. You might. But some people. They're revamping their entire personality to get these opportunities. You know, some people done already, you know. So when you talk to the homie, it ain't really the homie anymore. The homie going to go talk about you when the homie get off the phone. The homie going to go talk to people who see you as a problem, who might be telling the homie, oh, no, he really, he holding you back for real. Or no, nah, man, you don't listen to that. He trying to, look what he trying to, nah, let's, let's go over here with it. So the next time you talk to the homie, his voice sound a little different. His eyes look a little different, you know? He ain't laughing at jokes the same way. You know what I mean? You don't get invited to even, a, you know, some of the, the regular gatherings because now the new people want to come. You know, the new people want to come around. Shoot. Let's say these new people don't really, they, they don't make the same kind of jokes either hypothetically if you ain't never been through this you know if you never had a corporate entity or or another outside influence control and influence then you can't understand this you see but if you do if you never had a friend you know stop being a friend and it happened you saw it happen you may if you never had that happen you might not understand what i'm saying but i could see that happening too i've been in a situation oh you cool you cool with them kind of jokes. You know, you cool, you cool how they was moving. You cool with that. You know? But I come around, I might not respond as calm and nicely. I might not laugh when you say, you know, that joke. Uh, they said Terry Crews, he was standing there. And Terry Crews said somebody walked up and, and, and did something crazy. Right, right when he was standing with his wife, did something crazy. He had to say something. You know what I mean? Now the other part of me says, you got to, you might have to, you probably got to go to a couple of them parties and get familiar with them to even think they can walk up on you like how they walked up to Terry Crews. But that's a side conversation. We don't want to, we don't, we're really trying not to irritate any sponsors or offend anybody. Shout out to the Donos, by the way. You know, I want to give a shout out to Trunks. You're going to hear me shout out Trunks, the artist Trunks. Not, not the other Trunks, the, you know. Trunks, you can find them. Uh, I think it's Trunks13 on IG. Shout out to them. Shout out to Midrange, Midrange Meets. I, I really want to just shout out everyone who just been solid. Solid, by the way. Somebody that like, you know, they probably wouldn't let the industry divide them. Uh, no shade. I just want to shout those individuals out. Um... Yeah, so I come around when they make them jokes or I might not respond the same way. I might not want you to, to greet me this way, the way they greeted Terry Crews. Go look it up. But then all of a sudden, problematic. Get labeled, you get labeled as problematic. Hard to work with because you don't want to conform. I wasn't even going to share it on this podcast, but I just went through a version of this because... They put out so much 
stereotypical material about the American black man that sometimes the world thinks that we're a joke I've encountered. Sometimes the world thinks that we are those stereotypes. You see these, you see these news outlets. Academics has gotten a lot better, but I, I was listening to there was a Takashi 69 interview. He was talking about no, he was going back and forth with people from uh I won't say where they from, but he was it was one of them clubhouse joints. Whack 100 was in there, you know, he brought him in there. Academics was in there. And listening to certain individuals talk, it was like, oh, you think this is all just like one minute. One minute you want to use the neighborhood for profit and you want to use certain individuals for profit. But then when it's not profitable, you can diss. You can talk about it with disdain. When in reality, those of us in this culture who've really been in it, we, we love this culture. You know what I mean? So I just had this situation too. I was, you know, shout out to the donos. I'm not going to put nobody out there, but I, I'm going to talk about the action. Commission to do a project, dope work. Dope work. You know what I mean? And I'm getting these communications and there's shade in there about certain genres of the culture. There's real shade. Calling it stupid or whatever it is. I don't remember the exact word was stupid. There's 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 just a little, there's just an air of disdain. And then it comes down to this point. And look, look, homie, like, like I told you, you good with me. You could still donate, I told you, but I got to keep it real because artists need to know that they could encounter this out here and how to move. So we supposed to do this song. Check this out. I cannot make this up. I could make it up, but this is just life, bro. We supposed to do the song. I I get the beat and it's got a verse on it. And sometimes I'll just listen to the part with my, you know, the open part on it. This also why I'm hesitant. Like, if you want to do a collab with me, you got to ask me. Like, I'm not finna reach out like that. Like, you want to do a collab with me, you got to ask me. Other than that, I'm going to chill. So, I get the song. I get my verse done. And I'm showing love. So, I give them a 16, which is standard, 16 bars. And I give them a little extra, too. You know what I mean? I give them a little extra. And... All right, so I, I, I'm about to record. I'm just about to walk in the booth, and I find I listen to his verse, because sometimes, you know, somebody rapping about something, you can tie in, you know what I'm saying, experiences, tie in, whatever. I look at it like I'm I'm making gumbo almost, or I'm, I'm whipping some, and I'm adding some. So I, I might throw in, like, a reference here, a punchline there, a story about this, a story. So I'm like, all right, let me listen to see what's in there. No lie. Not white. This guy's not white. Definitely has shown disdain for the culture, but it's it's niggas all through it. You know what I'm saying? And I and look, anybody who know me, I write clean and I think about optics. The way that it was used was just kind of like, like I'll be real, I, I I gotta put you out there, bro. You know, some people, <laughs> some people get it right. You let it slide. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was he was look. He's not white. He's not white. I want to make this clear. But uh, like you ain't never. <laughs> I'm, we having a real conversation about the N-word right now. The Asian homie, you know what I'm saying? The Puerto Rican homie, you know, my Middle Eastern people, they be getting passes, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I'm being real. I don't say it. It's like potato chips. I used to, 
I used it. I couldn't. You can't just say one. Then I realized Maya Angelou said, poison when poured into even the clearest crystal container is still poison. And there is a KKK member going, ha ha ha, we got themselves to call them niggers. Ha ha, yeah. There's a KKK member doing that. I don't want, you know what I'm saying? I don't want nothing to do with that. In this case, it was like not even like, this is going to sound so messed up, but it wasn't even like fly application. I think the line was like, who's the nigga? Who's the nigga? So he said, who's the, he started out with a who's the nigga? That's all I remember. This I need, I'm going to be real, bro. If you listen to this, it's love, but I have to tell this story. It's too funny. It's too funny. He, he said, who's the nigga? And I'm be real. I cut it off. I, I, I stopped it. And I was like, what did he just say? Are we still rolling? Hold on. I, mean, I had to make sure we still rolling. I, don't, if, I might not even let this get out. We'll see. This might be on the cutting room floor. It's love. I'm not going to say your name. None of that. It's love. I'm telling you. You got to relax. But like, salute. You can still donate. I promise. You send a donation and a beat, I will rap to that beat. Like, you got my word on that, you know? If anything extra, I don't know. But anyway, I heard it. I was like, what? I I rewound it like three times to make sure it wasn't what I heard. Like, did he say who? Did he start the verse off with a who's a nick? Who's the nigga? And I'm supposed to be the feature? Something in my soul. Like, I, I really studied Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? Martin, you know. I'm not even going to say by any means necessary to reference Malcolm X because they didn't kill Malcolm until he started saying we, we need to work together after he got back from Mecca. But I'm going to say I'm tapped in, you know. You know, my mama was one of the first people of color to integrate an all-white school in this city and had to deal with a lot of hate. You know what I mean? So, you know, I told you all this, bro. So I like, man, nah, man. It wasn't even a swaggy usage, you know what I mean? So I was like, I can't do it. But look, I already had the verse. I was like, I even I said to email like, yo, all right, I'ma, I'ma, I'ma get the verse done. But can you just rewrite real quick? Can you just rewrite real quick? Now this is a producer who's also a rapper too. And the answer I got as also a a rapper who dabbles in producing and I'm speaking in my own studio from what I under, I've never been told anybody has studio problems. The answer I was told was, nah, we'll just do something else essentially. So I ended up writing a verse that it was close to like a 32 if I recall. And the song got scrapped because this producer didn't, the reason was crazy. He was like, I can't, he somehow said, he, I can't do this. He somehow made some like, long nonsensical reason like I just can't re-record this right now and there was some extra stuff but I'm not gonna put all that stuff out there so we had to have a kind of a heated discussion but it ended up being I didn't get on the song because he wanted to get on that song I had to be around that I had to be involved in that and that didn't sit right with my spirit and we had some very heated exchanges we had some heated exchanges, you know, and I'm not going to lie. I didn't read. I, there's a certain point I stopped reading. You know what I mean? Like there's a certain point where I'm going to stop reading, but I had to stand on what I stood on. You got to plant your feet. 
So if the narrative, to bring it back to Jesus and Meryl, if the narrative is, if the truth is that dude was insulting people, then Victor just messed up a bag. Vic, Victor, what's his name? Vince? I don't call him Vince. I don't call him Victor. I think his name is Victor. His manager, Victor. Dang, I've been calling him Vince this whole time. That's probably because I'll be watching Entourage. Anyway, if this manager dude, I think his name is Victor. If he really did this, then he just messed up a bag. Messed up a bag. For his client. Like, for real. And I understand sometimes these studios, these big companies will try to get in between artists. Pause, if you want to say. But sometimes, literally, they, hey, they call it the casting couch, man. Sometimes they'll try to get in between artists, in between groups, and the management will get defensive because that's them coming in between their bag for real. Jay-Z, look at, look at that. How many meetings had to be had? How many sneaky things happened? Uh, that's why you see that video of Dame Dash walking down that hallway screaming on people because they had a meeting about Jay, who he was kind of steering and managing not kind of they were at least partners at least friends but they definitely game was like calling shots you know i don't know if he was managing them, but he was definitely calling shots it was the rock you know what i'm saying shout out to the rock shout out to bean shout out to pd yeah man oshkino yeah man uh omilio young chris you know they say beans getting his voice back freeway philadelphia freeway yeah man um i don't know if he was state prop for sure but he, he was over that way. Anyway. The management will get defensive because you coming in between their bread. It happens, man. You got to decide what your party is or if you want to even party. I learned, man, hey, I be having, I call them club nights. I be having private parties. You know what I'm saying? I get my free time. I be having club nights. I, I, I bring the club to me. You know what I'm saying? You got to figure out because the world, the world will offer you everything. If you can think it, it's out there from a perspective. I just had a great conversation with a, uh, an ER nurse on, uh, these doctors walking out of, of, it was, it was these doctors walking out of you. I guess this ties in emotional intelligence, standing for what you believe in. These doctors were at a something to do with them getting into the school of medicine something like that and the doctor or the the person speaking started to go on this abortion diatribe that was jesus based you know i'm a christian but my take was whoever that was shouldn't have done that because treat everyone with the same standard they got up and they walked out now on the other side i said look same thing to them the speaker and the students, this is a tangent, the speaker and the students to me both showed that I don't want neither of y'all operating on me because what if I you find out I have a political opinion or something that you don't like? Are you going to walk out and protest in my surgery? So I'm staying away from all of that stuff. But you got to stand up for what you're going to stand up for. You got you to gotta figure it out. The saying is, if you don't, he who doesn't stand for anything falls for everything or something like that. You got to pick what you're going to stand for. And sometimes, you know, Miro, 
he stood with his manager. We don't know for sure. We know what the press is saying, but I'm not going to fully believe the press in this situation. The press is manipulated. Why do you think I stood? We're the, like the anti-press. Like we're press, but we're not like press, 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 press. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, I don't know. It's Cardi B lyric. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Um. So yeah, that's what the story is. And regardless of what the story is, rest in peace to the Bodega Boys podcast. You know, we will be doing skits. Just that's one thing that they brought to the game is dedicated skit life. Like they were doing new characters. They were doing all this stuff. Not gonna lie. Not a fan of Mr. Fun Fun. The AKAs. You know, anybody who knows me know I'm Nave No Bleep. A.K.A. Justin Davis. A.K.A. Lonnie Lincoln. You know what I'm saying? AKA, and some of you might know me as J-Baby. Some of you might. You might know. You might. You know what I mean? I got to work on those. Because what they brought to the game was important, man. It was a... It, they had a very niche audience. It was so New York. It was... I think it was Brooklyn. Me being over here in Jackson. With the trees and the lakes and the nature... What they were talking about is like a different world, some of these things. Subway life. When they went to Showtime, it did kind of, you know, change a little bit. But it's sad to see them split. And I hope that... I don't like that they're talking about it like it's permanent. You know, like it's permanent. I went over to their Twitter. I don't know if I said this. Like their Twitter. Their Twitter was... They said their run was... Their, they had a run, essentially. Like, nah, man. Like, y'all can patch it up. Same thing with RBE and URL. No, nah, y'all can patch it up somehow. But see, behind the scenes, once they get them lawyers involved, it's different. So, shout out to all the, the you know, super supporters of the Bodega Hive. I know that there is now a, a void in your show rotation. I know what that feels like. So, salute. And may God protect Jesus if he is going to them parties. And may God protect Miro from the mother of his children when he walks home and has to have that conversation if Victor messed that bag up. And God protect Victor too, because if he really messed that bag up, I don't know, man. Like We might have to run the fade. Respectfully, though. What we got next? We're going to talk our shit on this one. Crunk night on the beat, keep my cypher complete, love 40k, for the rollie with the leather band, no time to parlay Life is too short, we came a long way From pissy hallways to court side up in Barclays Stunning is the sport, the way I'm ballin', we could all play My cup overflowing, I'm feeling fine in this Chardonnay I dropped seven bands and Rick Owens, it was a calm day Prices looking like a zip code, I switch zones when it get cold they gon' have to throw their shape from far away I'm brought it in Walking with your broad down Broadway Skip four playing Brought it back to where the dawn lay She Brooklyn Get your chain took and looking like entrees Too harder than my origin Get your troops calling man I gave them fair warnings I'm up late nights and early mornings I got a little buzz I can't afford to miss my call tonight Be the first to arrive The last to leave Dropped out of school Still voted most likely to succeed I do this with the ease, I collect my fees and then I breeze Neck on freeze like it's below 32 degrees Check my steeds, hold up, nigga, nigga, nigga Look, all time, fuck the speculation If rap was the stock, I have a hundred
hundred million in the valuation. A hundred thousand hours and you niggas only master masturbation. Y'all some pros at procrastination. I tax those who act slow, never had patience. My cash flow got you fast hoes and fascination. I made her make it clap, then I told her congratulations. You fucking with the realest cats since Larry David. Curvy enthusiast, it's the creature from the Black Lagoon snatch Julie ass. Most niggas really pwned when you wait to Julie ass. Could've made the Goonies clap or masked up like MF Doom. Don't know what truly happened. All my wolves is bloodthirsty. Ready to shoot for mid range like they James Worthy. Let a nigga try to hurt me. He gon' see some bloodhounds with blue flags. Duck down or move fast and push your own coof back. Nigga, said I do this with the ease. I collect my fees and then I breeze. Neck on freeze like it's below 32 degrees. Check my steeds. Nigga, 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 nigga. I can show you how to get lit and don't blow it Cause when you really start getting rich, ain't gotta show it Lifestyle golden, my nigga, now that's atrocious Only magnum rounds without busting and exploding Eight-figure nigga, so I'm always getting chosen Middle of the summer, my ice is still frozen I try to show these niggas the roast, they let it choke em. I got sick of playing with niggas, I started coaching I ain't worried about y'all hands, cause y'all chokers Hit the raw flush, all niggas ain't talking poker Acting like my shit don't stink when it's supposed to I'm laughing on my way to the bank, I'm in that rover Bitch, watch that drink on my couch, look, here's the coaster Had to cut back on my toes, get fully focused Cadillac came with a toast, it's fully loaded It's 10 years killing this game, I'm really golden, nigga I'm the motherfucking greatest, nigga I know you hate it, nigga, yeah Most underrated at least they ain't never under pain. <laughs> suppression a lot of people are cheering for what is happening to dave Chappelle right now and this place is called first avenue i think it is it is a venue and people have protested after seeing dave Chappelle was going to do a show there and my thing is this if you are for rights first of all have you seen the content you're outraged about because i finally saw the dave Chappelle joke and i'm gonna be real as a black man, I've had to learn to take a joke. Not crazy messed up ones, but like, it's not all 
you know, learn. It's it's okay to take a joke. I saw someone saying that it's harmful. It's violent. Someone said that his jokes were violent. And I do not advocate for bullying. I do not advocate for, um, I don't advocate for like singling out and just harming. So maybe he does need to scale some jokes back. But I'm also seeing a lot of people who hate black men, who hate straight black men using this as a vehicle to to say some of the, the most horrible things I've, I've ever seen. I'm a black guy. I've encountered racism. I just had to deal with some racism today. Some real actual racism. I'm talking about I've encountered people pulling weapons because they just don't like my skin color. Real talk, real racism. You have not heard me say that I want them dead. You have not heard me say I want anything to happen to their family. Because that says something about me. Because that says something about me as a human being. And if I'm for equality, nobody, nobody, especially a person who is speaking about an industry that uses black people, minorities, the LGBTQ plus community that uses them and discards them, doesn't care about them. Especially someone who who has a history, a documented history, who is part of a people with a documented history of oppression. It is crazy to me in any way, shape or form, if we're talking equality, to justify harm coming to a person. And jokes can hurt feelings. Words can hurt. I see people saying sticks and stones can't break my bones, blah, blah, blah. No, words can hurt worse. Studies have shown that emotional pain at times can have the same impact as physical trauma. But I'm seeing this group of Americans that are that are offended so much that they want people dead, black people dead, black men dead, who are hyper, and here's the crazy part to me, who are so hurt and offended about Dave Chappelle and his jokes, but who have seen, advocated and bought tickets for, this is including the venue, y'all book Chelsea Handler who's been dissing black people for years and it's hilarious. Even 50 Cent joined in on the jokes. It's hilarious when Chelsea Handler disses black men and speaks about stereotypes about black men, right? It's hilarious. But you are so hurt and offended at Dave Chappelle. Go watch the jokes. And then go watch the jokes that mainstream America has been making about black people since the beginning of our kidnapping. And here's the thing, that's not a justification. Maybe he does need to scale back jokes because as a black man, I have a tolerance about people. I have a, I have a level about racial jokes that I won't tolerate. I won't tolerate, but I'm gonna be real. I don't expect, I'll say it like this. I am not so caught up in trauma I am not so, uh, 
I don't use it as a justification to be evil and to silence and suppress. Now, as an outlet, they have they have a responsibility and, and more like the free will to choose who they want. But I didn't see them not book Chelsea Handler. And that's the issue. Time and time again, mainstream America has come up with reason after reason to wish death on the black man, black woman, the straight black man. Time and time again, America has found ways to have a problem with that to the point where they don't want them to exist. And nobody cares. Nobody cares. Don't talk to me about equality if you're wishing death on someone because you would never want someone to wish death on you. And guess what? If you want my qualification, I'm someone who's written for trans artists. I'm someone who has watched stand-up specials from trans comedians. And it was hilarious. And you know what was hilarious too? They didn't take themselves so seriously that nobody could say anything. That is not equality. That is not equality. What da I've watched Dave Chappelle. I've studied Hitler. I'm black and awake, not woke. I'm awake. I know the history. They used to cannibalize us. Real talk. They used to cannibalize black people. For real. What Dave Chappelle is doing is not violent towards trans people. I'm watching. I'm watching some of his jokes offensive offensive you could say that you could say that but he has not singled out the trans community and I'm not one of these people who says the comedian should be able to get away with anything he might have to scale back I'm not gonna say Dave Chappelle doesn't have to scale back jokes sometimes I'm not gonna say comedians uh, uh, it's impossible for comedians to go too far. It's just interesting to me how so much of mainstream America has found a new reason to wish death on black male. And I hope people can see the hypocrisy. If you're gonna do that to Dave, I don't wanna see any more comedians making any black jokes anywhere near First Avenue. Don't even wanna have to say it. And the same people saying Black Lives Matter who are wishing death on Dave Chappelle, I wanna see you keep the same energy for comedians who make black jokes. I wanna see you keep the same energy. Well, maybe not the same energy. Don't wish death on people. But I don't see your outrage when it comes to us. I don't see it. And I understand that that community can have African-Americans in it. But to me, why are you wishing death on another black man at all? Why are you wishing death on anybody at all? You know how many, I'm gonna just say this too. You know how many people have bashed me for being a Christian and we still promoted them? We still left their articles up? They down now. We still recommended them behind the scenes? You know how many people who, have, who just have bashed me for being a Christian who have said little racist things to me because they know I'm black. Did I wish death on them? No. Did I spaz on them? 
and get out of character. No, you know why? Because I'm not gonna stoop down to that level. I'm not going to stoop down to that level because that would make me exactly, exactly what we're fighting against. So anybody out here trying to act like you're, you're, you're akin to the civil rights movement while you wishing death on people, Notice, they killed Malcolm X not when he said by any means necessary. They killed him when he said we should all work together. They killed Martin when he said little black boys and little black girls working together. That's for you you people on the political spectrum who justify uh, you want to kill all the libs, right? Or you want to kill all the, all the Republican people. Any of y'all doing that, that ain't what civil rights is about. That ain't what equality is about. That's not what that's about. That's just justification for the crazy, insane hatred of pre-Civil War America, which did not disappear, by the way. People need to ask that question. Where'd all that crazy go? All the lynching and hating and burning, where did that crazy go? Did it just float up like smoke into the air? No. Nah. Got passed down at the dinner table from me, Ma, and Pete Paul, but people don't want to talk about that. So, if you do, and look, if you have a history of colonization and destruction, I don't want to hear you talking about how a black guy should be dead or silenced. If you have a history or, or your ancestors have a history of them all white drinking fountains, and not letting my ancestors eat outside of restaurants. I definitely don't want to hear you justifying any black person dying. I The only thing I want to hear from you when we talk about George Floyd is man, rest in peace and prayers up for his family. That's a shame. Just like I would say, if anybody passed away. Yeah, you haters. That's who I'm talking to. You haters, yeah, that's who I'm talking to. You people who justify being evil to other people. All the hate I took. All the hate I took. And if I did that, if I if I did that, I would be exactly what you you, you try to say I am, right? Hmm. So yeah, man. I hope people pay attention to their bias. I hope people read their history books and understand that America has always come up with reasons to want a brother dead. And that some of us know our history. Some of us still dance to open up our bloodlines. Yeah, I don't pray to my ancestors, but some of us pray to that, you know, that Abrahamic. You know what I'm saying? Not sleep, though. <laughs> that was a hammock joke. I'm sorry. All right. All right. Let's. Uh, what else we got? I think this might be too serious. We'll put this at the end. Yo, button, a.k.a. Jump Off, B.K.A. Regular Jizzo. Hanging with my dog, K Slay, a.k.a. Smack, your favorite DJ, Double Drama, Hot 97. Listen, I ain't, I ain't even with all drama. I don't, I don't want none of that, but I'm, I, might want, I might want some drama. So I'm going to tune in. K Slay, hit him with something, man. Get the gunshots going. Give me that beat, fool. It's a full-time jack move. Don't worry, Skato. I'll get back soon. Just have a little fun. What's up, my nigga? DJ K Slash Slash Slash. That's not the collection. Black album coming soon. Just gonna vent a little bit. Have a little fun with it. Yes. Yes. 
Ain't nobody dumping on home. You ain't in sanitation or sanitarium. What are you crazy, Jay-Z or bury him? I get you drug out the club, they have to carry him. Your head bug out, I raid nigga scary. Worry, I'm not the Mike Jordan or the Mike recorders. Hobie, baby, you Kobe, maybe Tracy McGrady. Matter of fact, you a Harold Minor, J.R. Ryder, washed up on marijuana. Even worse, you a Purvis Ellis, you worthless fella. You ain't no athlete, you Sean Bradley. I ain't talking to nobody in particular. My flow just vehicular. Homicide when I'm picking up dust. Anybody in my path is a car crash waiting to happen, nigga. What? I got my foot on the toe, on the pulse of this rap game, and I ain't letting up. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the nicest, life or lifeless On these mic devices and I don't write this damn, damn, I just mic this, I will it to happen One take hold, I'm really this rapping My new name is just the facts While the rest of y'all just adjust the facts Put words together, just the match I say what I feel, y'all just to that I do the opposite of y'all so I just attract The real audience, usually unjust and black Know my flow and the shit they go through Just match like the sound of my voice And the choice just track I just tackle the subject, black from the public it's nothing. I know real niggas happen to love it. But if you don't like it, then look in the mirror. Most likely you ain't living, so you don't get it. You ain't did it, so you can't vision. The picture I'm painting ain't vivid. The language I'm spitting is so foreign to you. She was starving to do to you. Growing up hard in a little apartment to do to you. <laughs> I'm just talking to you. Give me that beat, fool. It's a full time jack move. Sorry, Jay Webb said take it back, dude. Mini two, he plays part now. I'ma just have some fun. No. Part in the future. Sing the track now. It's been a good week, over. You can give it back now. All these rappers just cooking, cracking. Took the realness out the game. It's time to put it back in. The fans finally got it understood. They just capping while Joey's in the hood like Matt. Streets, sweepers, just wrapped up. Checks just rack up. Everybody's a killer, but the death don't add up. Everybody's a hustler, but the money ain't coming in, y'all. Is it just my math up? Nah. Time I'm a super succeed, they well. Like everybody's so scared to just be they self. Add bass in your voice, get found like the cool. So either sound like loon or the pound like boom. Don't end up a dead man for the cheddar. Only way to play Joey's death damn vendetta for real. Or your pro tools lose it. Don't be shocked to open the booth door, be like old school moving. I ain't gonna be a Tracy, JC, JB Merck. Joey the future, I'm more like dirt. Anybody bias, bet me, try and wet me. Those dudes that never make it, tell my at me. Stand out like, yeah, I mean, I'm with sparking now. Like Back Jack, I'm starting now. Boys popping it, toys popping spit. I'm not from around these parts, I'm Stoyaka, bitch. Never hear your man say that I'm the Jordan the rap, and he's getting fatigued early, and the story is lacking. Legacy's getting ruined, and you don't want that, so pretty much learn from him. Don't come back, and rap is getting whacked. Time for G's to step in, cause you're not that hot. Don't believe the yes, man. Ain't about who's better than us. So evident, ain't hard to be real with no evidence. And I ain't coming at Jay, cause he's the greatest breather, but he already paved the way. I'm just laying my semen, not the same way I was Duke, I'm done driving now, and you're 745 plus two. Don't have your label call mine for no extracurricular rappers, it's all girls. I'm extra particular. I've seen many men with the J. Next time y'all listen to many men, I make sure you relate. Only J could've came just blazing like me. Everybody else chill, just blaze can agree. Packing the Mac in the back of the active or no. Flapping the gadget, you be wrapped in the caddy, but nah. What you want, punk? Double clip, punk. Ride by slump, four cock player on top. Hate a warm rock with a Tito trap with a brand new savior, East Coast rap. Don't worry, y'all, I bring the East Coast back. Nah, part is in a movie, but meet Joe Black. Try to relate to it, I just speak those facts. If you was in the front, now your seat goes back. What the dealin'? Like New York's been saucy. Been Latin came through and crushed the buildings Trying to restore the feeling Just speaking to you I'm just speaking through you Yo, Drama King, drop that hot 
fire, that lava, you heard? For the street, straight up. Let's do it. Heard we in the building. Everybody call up, get low. What's up? What's trapping? 1-800-223-9797. Oh, this one is kind of messed up. Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin's nephew, I believe. Uh, had some messed up claims and he has taken them back. He has withdrawn his allegations of abuse, of serious messed up abuse. And of course, people are saying he's paid off, paid off. I think that someone should be looking into this because of everything we hear about the industry and, and everything that they allow. Um, it looks like Ricky Martin was living La Vida Loca. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're going to cut the topic short. I'm sorry. The, the, the pun was right there. And, it, and I'm not proud of it. But it happened. But what else we got? No, you know what? You know, prayers up in real life to any of the victims of sexual abuse, because too many people laugh, joke and discard what happened. And even if he withdrew his testimony, if they paid him off, if the industry, like I said with R. Kelly, I want the execs. I want the movie studios. I want the music people. I want whoever allowed this to happen. Because just because someone takes that statement away doesn't make it false. Now, if he lied, you shouldn't be able to, you know, make a statement, you know, whatever. You shouldn't be able to do that. That's messed up. But knowing what I know about the industry, I don't know, man. I don't know. If he lied, that's messed up. But if he's telling the truth, um, I hope that I hope that he gets some help and can move past this and I hope I'm not talking about Ricky Martin if he's telling the truth I hope this young man gets some help and I hope Ricky Martin Ricky Martin stays away from people you know yeah why oh why oh why oh why you keep fucking with me you gonna make me jump out my Push these niggas off me like Push these bitches off me like Push these niggas off me like Pushing the snakes, I'm pushing the fakes I'm pushing them all off me like Pushing them all off me like yeah. <laughs> I be immune to shit, <laughs> tucking the broom and shit, <laughs> done with the zoom and shit. <laughs> know you a joke, my answers are close. I holla at the moon and shit. <laughs> know the results, the ballot is in, and I'm about to boom again. <laughs> you funny dog. Peekaboo can't hide behind your money dog. A week or two, I meditate on running loss. Swerve, 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 shake the currents off. Yeah. Push these niggas off me like who? Push these bitches off me like who? Push these niggas off me like who? Pushing the snakes, I'm pushing the fakes, I'm pushing them all off me like who? Pushing them all off me like who? Yeah. Head up, chest out, silence. I'm straight.
stressed out. Shh, be quiet. I'm stressed out. Stressed out, stressed out, stressed. Hit my daughter up. She need all the love. I need all the love. I mean all of us. It's like six o'clock. Bitch, you talk too much. You making it awkward, love. I mean it's hard enough. I mean this They don't fuck with me even if they could Pull out the stick, hit a bitch with the wood First part roll with a break in the hood Don't worry about us over here, we good The AP Roman numeral Everybody go, I need pharmaceuticals I ran my whole conglomerate I was just mapping shit out in the cubicle Suicide coat was a funeral Track hot lunch like a slingshot Big ol' ruby diamond on my pinky finger That bitch look like a mini pop Money on my mind, money on your head Hang ride three times when you coming through the jazz Red Cross cap a nigga fed In the studio with K-Dot fresh out the feds yeah, you niggas can't stand the rain, niggas don't stand a chance Yeah, shepherd like candy paint, I spin the bin in the bins I call the bill off of Google out, I'm the type to get my shooter with I had to survive off a tuna pack Five percent tent on the wheel like who's that? Cool take off like it's mad Beat the dope with a folk, I'm whipping up super fat I'm doing scams in the lab Every Thursday girls, they spend the time with my daughter, make me go harder Every Sunday, Sunday, teach my boy to be a man, I ain't had no father Push these niggas off me like who? Push these bitches off me like who? Push these niggas off me like who? Pushing the snakes, I'm pushing the fakes, I'm pushing them all off me like who? Pushing them all off me like who? Yeah, head up, chest out, silence. I'm stressed out. Shh, be quiet. I'm stressed out. Stressed out. Stressed out. Stressed out.